hello, hello. How are you out there? So, welcome to another podcast edition from Dove Urban Foundation with the support of Aspire Coronation Trust Foundation. And today we're going to be talking about different questions and answers on cancer care. I remain your host, Dokas Famuyibu. And we have three giants here today. It's an honor to have three big players in the cancer care industry in Nigeria. I have with me Dr. Ekunaya Samuel, the Executive Director of the Urban Foundation, the Thank you for having And also we have with me Dr. Folike Sarumiye, consultant clinical and radiation oncologist, University College Hospital Ibadan. Welcome, ma. Thank you for having me. And also we have our amazing Dr. Ayorinde Folashire, also a consultant radiation and clinical oncologist, University College Hospital Ibadan. Thank you, Dokas, and the viewers at all. Okay, um, we get right into it. So we've been having some questions, we've been, um, people have been reaching out to us, and here we have to answer those questions. And we'll be starting with the common myths, yes, because we've been hearing different things about cancer. So we want you to um, help us debunk those myths. So what are the common myths about cancer? Because some people have said, if you enter the sun, you have cancer. If you eat, drink, um, you take a drink, or you take a drink that is exposed to the sun, you're going to have cancer. If you microwave your food, you're going to have cancer. And it's awful. So I would like our panelists to actually get to tell us some of these myths and tell us the truth. Are they true or not? Over to you, Sadam. Dr. Kudayos, that's who it is. Okay. Um, well, and Dr. thank you again. I think it is very important that we actually um, debunk all these um, assumptions because they don't really have um, scientific basis. So um, maybe I will start with the first one that is very common, that um, cancer is a, is a death sentence. Um, from what we know at the moment, we say no, because we have a lot of survivors um, from cancer. So cancer is never a death sentence. Um, but what we advocate is that um, people should present early. And when cancer is, is seen early, um, if you present early, cancer actually can be cured, absolutely. So, and the quality of life also can also be improved. So we say that yes, cancer is not a death sentence, and that is actually a very, very wrong um, um, assumption about cancer. Cancer can be treated, cancer can be eliminated, and cancer can, can be cured. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk on the microwaves and um, telephones. People often uh, said that all this uh, 4G, 5G, microwaving um, can cause some cancer. The truth is science is evolving and there will always be new research, um, new studies that will give us new findings and all that. But what is cancer? Cancer is basically genetic mutation, that is alteration going on in the cells. And this um, exposure to radiation, ionizing radiation, can actually cause uh, cancer. But the radiation that most telephones have or microwave have a non-ionizing radiation. All they can do is cause excitement. They can cause um, DNA alteration. So the answer is no. Microwaving your food, using telephone, or um, 
um, using the cellular phones can't cause cancer. However, it is good to pay on the side of um, caution. Um, if as much as possible, it shouldn't be a daily, um, a daily or a daily routine to um, use microwaves for your food. You should cook your food through natural processes. Also, you should reduce where you are when you're in an environment or a community where so many people are using a telephone at that time. But definitely, the um, intensity of radiation will be very high there. So, at that time, you can excuse yourself. But basically, the type of uh, radiation that emits from microwave and um, cellular phones are non-ionizing radiation, and they can only cause excitement in the cells, heat of the cells, but they cannot alter the DNA of themselves. So, it can cause cancer. Okay, um, doctors, thank you. Um, in addition to what uh, the speakers have said, there are other myths uh, in terms of uh, you staying under sunlight and all those things. Truly, um, for some set of people, for example, albinos, uh, exposure to excessive uh, sunlight can lead to cancer in them, but not to other uh, people. So that's why it's actually ad advised for people with that are albinos to wear sunglasses, to use umbrella, to wear protective uh, gowns while they are walking under the sunlight. So, uh, but for other people, it is uh, not true. Uh, again, some believe that uh, uh, people can. Uh, they, the Yorubas, they say once all utter, cancer is not utter. Cancer is abnormal cell growth. So if you observe any of such things, see medical cancers and treatment rather than uh, going to herbalists for uh, treatment of uh, uh, saying it is people that have infected you or uh, so I think uh, people should understand that it is a medical thing and then uh, can be handled if uh, they present on time. So thank you. I think uh, those are some of the myths. But if there are other things that you still want us to talk about, we can talk yeah. about it. Yeah, there are two weeks actually that I think are so interesting. Some people will say that if you take so much processed sugar, you have cancer, it will increase your cancer risk. Or some people will say, um, there's no cure for cancer. Or even if you get cured, it's going to come back again. So all those two, are they true or not? Okay, let me take that uh, quickly. Um, what we eat uh, also actually is some cancers also affects uh, not directly because you eat sugar, but because of uh, the link. It could be a risk uh, factor. Uh, people with obesity, people that, uh, uh, you know, when you eat junks and all those things, you get obese. So, some hormonal factors, those fats. Uh, eating excessive fats um, and all those things causes uh, influence 
some hormonal factors and those hormonal factors then can lead can be a risk to cancer forming so not a general thing to say someone that takes a fanta or coke or too much sugar will develop uh, so it depends on it could be a risk factor but it's not um, uh, on itself but it can it's not a direct link uh, that is as far as that then the other that thing, is, um, it's they don't have a cure. Okay, they come back Ah, well, like uh, people say it's a terminal disease. I normally tell people now that it's, uh, cancer is not a terminal disease. In fact, we've uh, seen people that have been treated and they are cured, and it's another thing that will kill them. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's not true that uh, cancer is not curable. It depends on the stage at which it is detected. So if it is detected early, it can be cured, and it will not come back if uh, there are no remnants of it in the system. So once it is properly uh, treated, then that person can achieve cure. And we have examples of many people that have been cured of their disease, and they, uh, they are testimonies all around. Thank you, Dr. Palashiri. Dr. Sharimi, I don't know if there are specific myths around breast cancer that you want to talk about. Okay, uh, the same general myths, but I know for breast cancer, particularly people talk about like I use antiperspirant because it's close to the armpit. Maybe that's why uh, I developed um, breast cancer. Or if I wear tight bras, I shouldn't sleep with tight bras at night. Maybe that is why. Okay, they are not the reasons for developing and breast cancer. In as much as we need to be careful, the kind of cosmetics that um, female and that we use as ladies, we need to be because they, we, we don't know exactly um, the kind of chemicals that might be in these um, um, creams and lotions and all those things we do. But um, we have general antiperspirants that we know that have been in the in the, forefront, in the forefront of the market for a very long time. So it's safe to use those anti-pesterant. But we need to be careful about using some certain creams and you know, um, um, some settings and lotions and cosmetics that have not been proven to be safe. We don't know where we're getting them from, or where it's coming in from. Such um, cosmetics and hair products, or whatever it is, we should stay away from it. Then concerning her um, wearing tight brass to sleep at night and all that, or not wearing brass that have a wire under it. Well, the truth is that at night you should sleep as comfortably as you can and um, avoid um, tight you know, underwears that might cause skin irritation that might now lead to other skin changes. But, you know, but to say that um, wearing tight brass at night is what might lead you to have breast cancer. So, not true, isn't it? Thank you, Dr. Sarmie. Yeah. And lastly, on this, Dr. Kondayo, um, what about people that feel cancer is contagious? Maybe they don't want to move through somebody that has cancer so that will not contact it. Is it true? Actually, it's interesting, but that is not really true because cancer is, as, as a disease, is a non communicable disease. So, you cannot jump from one person to the other. But uh, we, although we, we know that some agents that can actually predispose one to having cancer can be 
compatibility for one person another, like um, the HPV virus that actually um, that actually is a, can actually be transmitted from one person to, to, to the other. And um, we've seen that people that have, like uh, people that have contacts um, maybe with um, their partners that actually have the carriers of this virus, so they can actually get um, the virus from 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 the, the carrier. But to say that cancer is a, is is, a, is you know is is actually not contagious, so it's not communicable. Thank you, sir. This is a very interesting one. And in case you have more questions, you have some needs you've heard about, you can just send us a WhatsApp message or a text message on 0808. 777-9043. You're going to get responses. Um, but because of our time, we need to move on um, on discussing about some questions that are very common on cancer. So, if you've listened to our previous um, sessions, you'll have had modifiable risk factors or non-modifiable risk factors. So, I think it's good for us to bring it up in this session here. So, um, what are these modifiable risk factors that people should know like if you can have maybe one, two, three, four, five, as simple as possible, that they can take on to prevent cancer, the modified ones. Over to you, Dr. Fogarashiri. Thank you. Like uh, you said, they are modifiable. That is, you can modify them. And I've said something earlier too uh, that is uh, related to that. Like I said, an abino, for example, has a predisposition to develop uh, skin cancer. And so, to prevent that, that uh, albino needs to protect themselves from direct sunlight. So, uh, it starts by they identifying the kind of skin they have and then protecting themselves against it. Also, I talked about uh, what uh, we eat, uh, smoking, drinking of alcohol, there are factors that can uh, cause some cancers. So it is advisable for people to know that uh, you don't smoke or you don't even uh, stay in the same room with somebody that is smoking because even if you are not smoking, you may be an indirect uh, smoker. So it's also uh, so that is a prevention. Also, um, uh, for example, again, screening is also modifiable factors. You need to screen. It is very important that we uh, take care of our health. So you, there are some diseases that you can catch at an early stage uh, or even before it starts at all. So and it is true screening. For example, for prostate cancer, you need to do PSA regularly. For breast cancer, you need to do self-breast examination. You need to, you know, if you have family history, you can do genetic testing and all those things. So those are modifiable things that you can do to prevent. There are a lot of uh, uh, those uh, things that we can do. You can, you do exercise. You are not obese. Uh, you don't live a sedentary life. Uh, if you are hypertensive, if you are diabetic, you take care of your health. So all these are things that we can try as much as possible to prevent. Uh, and with that, we, we can, we are, uh, by and large, preventing uh, cancer. Okay, thank you, sir. 
Um, Professor Irene, can you talk about um, the non-modifiable factors? Things you can't change because some people will be like, I don't take um, alcohol, I am not exposed to smoke, I eat well, and yes, people like that, they still um, have some form of cancer. So, we, people need to really know that some things can be changed. So, can you tell us those non-modifiable factors that we just have to recognize and screen early in case? So, I'll Again, taking the one out of my mother, for non-modifiable factors, this, that means that you can't change, you make yourself that way. Um, increasing age, number one, is one of the non-modifiable um, factors. Whether we like it or not, if you're praying for good that's a long life, you're going to get older. So because you're going to get older, you can't change that. And most cancers, one of the risk factors is increasing age. Also, there's some certain um, cancers that have to be geographical location, where you are. So this is that this particular area, this particular ways are more exposed to um, um, cancer. So, for example, now for prostate cancer and breast cancer, it's more um, seen in black um, descent, and it's even more aggressive in, um, in black descent. Also, gender. Um, you have a um, lady cannot have prostate cancer, so just being a, a male already can predispose you to have um, prostate cancer, and then female falls, and either cancer and um, breast cancer. So, age, gender, increasing age, your gender, your race, where you come from are factors that you can change. But what can you do about it is having a, a healthy mindset of um, uh, medical screening. As you grow older, you should have what we call general medical checkup because it's not just cancer that you should check for. There are other things that could actually still lead to, you know, um, to heal health, whether it's diabetics or uh, or hypertension or uh, your eye check, your coma. So we, we we need to develop a culture of of um, having a med of having medical screening as we go older. So screening is a very good way of um, halting the menace of unmodifiable risk factors. I thought, okay, so this, this is the way I am, or this is where I found myself. This is what I can do earlier to prevent it, to protect its energy in case it comes. And for cancers, early um, diagnosis with poor treatments, the prognosis is much, much better as compared to somebody comes in at a late stage. Okay, thank you, ma'am. So talking about screening, let's just quickly get back. Like, like how often should people go for screening? Okay, so um, health screening should be done by age and gender. Uh, there are certain um, screening tests that you can do at a particular age, and there are some screening tests you have to do at a particular age. But generally, generally speaking, when you get to the age of 40, most um, routine health screenings from that age back to 40 and above, that's when you begin to have routine health screenings for below the age of 40. Except there's a strong family you know, um, indication that this runs in the family. So, uh, for example, now the, the first the first degree relative, the second degree relative, or yeah, an auntie or, or your mom had breast cancer, and you've seen that a lot. Of course, the um, screening for breast cancer starts in like before 40. But generally, for most cancers, the bracket is 40 years and above. Thank you so much, Ma. Um, to Dr. Kundayo. Why can where can people access information on cancer? Because I know people still have so many questions, they need support. So can you tell us 
where and how people can access information on cancer care? Yes, um, at the moment I belong to the Nigeria Cancer Society. Um, we are trying to see how to collate the list of um, um, government facilities, uh, non-government facilities, the NGO to talk to, so I hope kindly have access to, to this. But I know that, um, for example, if you, if, you, if you go to, if you come to Ibadan now, you can have access um, to, to, to cancer care in UCH. So um, there, there are a lot of NGOs that are also around Ibadan. So I think it's good that uh, people just go online, just browse, based on where you are located and what actually you actually need. So there is a lot of information for, for also you can also get information, get to the boss. So you can, can call us, you can send us messages, we will give you proper direction of where um, you will get actually access to this cancer care Nigeria. Thank you, sir. Um, because of our time, we would need to like continue this session on another time, but just again, I want to say a big thank you to our speakers, Dr. Ekundayo Samuel, Dr. Foluke Sharimiye, and Dr. Ayurinde Folashiri, and remain Dr. Famoyego. And this information is brought to you by Dovhaven Foundation with support from Aspire Coronation Trust Foundation. For more inquiries, you can call us on 0808-777-9043. Thank you.